Hey guys, hope everybody's, you know, hanging in there. Um, you know, like I talked about, some people are probably struggling with this more than others. Um, you know, I was just in bed last night um, and I I just felt like posting an Instagram post. And um, I'm not the kind of person that like instantly, you know, is super positive and definitely not. Um, and I guess as I've got a bit older, like maybe the time between being slightly negative to bouncing back to being somewhat positive, you know, that time frame has shortened. So I would say in the past, you know, something would have rocked me, whether it was, you know, a breakup with a girl and maybe like, <coughs> hold on, I'm about to be in the park. Maybe like back to back, bad races. Um, there's lots of things in the past would have rattled me quite a bit. Um, and then I would have allowed that to, you know, affect my life then for quite a while after that. Um, and so maybe one of the things that have changed is, you know, I'm not like, I'm not your typical, like, just super positive person all the time. Definitely not. Um, you know, I, I, I go through all sorts of, like, rough and shitty emotions and... Um, I guess I've just done a good job at finding my way back to some sort of positivity. Um, and I think that's kind of, it's slowly been happening. Um, but, you know, I was always honest with you guys. And, like, my my level of professionalism over the last two weeks here is, is probably at, like, 20%. You know, there's no stretching. Um, there's no gym. There's no core. There's no good eating. You know, I'm I'm ordering pizzas, I'm ordering Chinese, I'm drinking red wine, I'm I'm eating bags of crisps. Um and but maybe like maybe that's what it took for me. Like maybe that's my my own personal um mourning period. I don't I don't know and I know that sounds really silly and petty and, and stuff like that, but look it just it just is what it is. Like um everyone deals in their own ways. If, if I, if I started to go into how I dealt with, you know, tearing my quad in 2016 and not going to the Olympics, well, I can tell you some Chinese food pizza and bottles of red wine would seem like nothing because I dealt far worse <laughs> in 2016. Um, and it lasted a lot fucking longer. I think it went on for about eight months. Um, so yeah, look, look, we all have our, we all have our different ways of dealing and I, and I think you have to, but then eventually, you know, you, you do have to, I was, I was talking to Haas last night and, and I was just saying to him, you know, like most of the impact that the coronavirus is having is obviously on our psychology. So, um, you know, we're still allowed to exercise. If you're in Belfast, you're still being told you're allowed to exercise outdoors once a day. They don't even say for how long. So hypothetically, you could go for a, probably a two-hour run and and there might be no issue with that um like if we if we look at the fact the only thing that's been removed is is races um and and so that means that you know part of our motivation towards running because there's no races is being challenged um and and that's obviously like fine you know that's obviously normal but you just have to find a new way to be motivated. Like that, that would suggest that if races 
if races were never a thing and races never existed, you would never have been a runner. And of course, that's not the case at all. We, we all run because we love running. We just use the race as an excuse to get out the front door. Um, but once you're out there, you, you clearly love running. You know, it's just, it just, it's just a good reason to get out the front door. And there's days, there's days where I guess we need a good reason to get out the front door. Um, but look, I think I've got to a place where I'm start. I was talking to Haas last night and, and I was like, you know, hypothetically, you could use a situation like this to, you know, maybe you'll sleep a bit more. Um, Maybe you'll sleep a little bit more and maybe that'll allow you to train a little bit more. Um, if you're a runner, you know, if you're if you're not a runner, well, then, you know, it can be difficult because if you can't get the like, you know, if you can't jump, if you can't throw, um, you know, if you're a, like a field eventer or, or whatever, you know, that that's going to cause problems. Um, it's definitely going to cause problems, but I'm sure there's still areas of your technique you can work on. I've seen all sorts of videos on Instagram at the minute where people are just being... Um, I don't know what the word would be, inventive. Um, maybe that's the word. Um, people are coming up with all sorts of ways of, you know, like figuring out how they can do things from home, um, which is really cool. Um, and, and, and now's the time, you know. Although I have to say, if I invented something at home <laughs> that I thought was going to help my Olympics, I don't know if I'd be sharing it. Um, you know, like if I was like a, like a technical eventer, like, you know, I seen like some of the, I think it was a, like a downhill kayaker, for example, had put something on and it went on the, the Olympics Instagram and, um, you know, she was showing how she was still able to like practice with, it must've been like a rowing machine. Um, but those are the kind of things that maybe I'd, I'd keep a secret and see it as an advantage that, you know, I'm able to sort of do that when, you know, other people maybe aren't, um, but yeah, look, the, the third part of, you know, I said changing gears and, you know, I said problem solving and then I said strategy um, and with strategy comes planning um, stuff like that. You know, that's that's when you've moved into you've you've figured out the problems you've got, you've listed them, you, you know what they are, you know what the coronavirus could potentially do to your running career or just your the wee world that you live in Um so then you have to then you have to move to a place of um execution. So it's easy to strategize and it's easy to plan, but um execution is obviously the most important part of all of this. Um anybody can write up a good plan. You know, anybody can sit with a day of motivation and and in that day of motivation you're gonna do your problem solving. You're going to do your strategizing. You're going to write up a plan. It's going to look fucking brilliant. It's a masterpiece. But obviously, ultimately, then the the important part of any plan is is the execution. Um, and that can sound really simple. And and I'm not trying to make it sound really simple. Um, for us all at the moment, that is going to be the hardest part. Um, is executing these plans because. Some days, some days are going to be great. Um, some days are going to be easy. You know, take this morning. I'm out. I'm out walking. Um, the sun is shining through the trees. It's lovely. And um, you wouldn't, you wouldn't know there's a pandemic going on. You know, it's just a lovely day in the park. Um, but obviously, not every day is going to be like this. So, 
<coughs> I think the early, um, as if I still have a bit of a chesty cough, it's doing my tits in now. It's because I didn't take antibiotics, it just doesn't fuck off. Excuse my language. Um, look, I think the early days, I think the first seven to ten days are often the most difficult when you're trying to sort of like get over something, um, which is the virus, you know. Um, but in the first seven to ten days, you question, you question the plan, you question the strategy. Um, what I've, my coping mechanism for that has just been at 9.30 to 10 o'clock every day. It started at 9.30 and I have to tell you, it stretched a bit to 10, but I'm still out the door. You know, here's, I mean, it's 10 to 9 and I've been out walking for probably 25 minutes. So, um, but but I try the the running part, you know. I I try to get out the door for half nine ten. The running shoes are on. Doesn't matter if I've had my coffee. Doesn't matter if I've had my breakfast. Half nine or ten, boom, you're out the door. And I'm okay with that for week one. You know, week one might be a bit sloppy. Um, week one, you know, might not have the pre the pre run activation, the pre run stretching, the nice breakfast. You know the the perfect sleep, the perfect nutrition the night before the session. Week one for me is just getting out the fucking door running. And I'll be okay with that, you know. Um, because it could be a lot worse. I could be slacking on the nutrition. I could be slacking on the sleep. And I could be slacking on all these things and not getting out the door running. And that would just be, that would go down as a hideous week. Um, but I'm probably going to hopefully get to the end of this week. And it'll go down as a probably only like a four out of ten when it comes to you know how professional were you last week um but that's fine you know we're still when i was talking to Haas last night we're still so early in everything that's going on um in this whole you know pandemic and whatever like everything that's going on it's still so early doors um (coughs) i heard yesterday that um european champs could still go ahead um i very much doubt that um call me a i don't know a cynic or a pessimist but i just don't see it you know like how can a how can a championship exist at the end of august when you know at the moment there's no races existing to qualify so how the fuck do you qualify now obviously they can take your marks from the year before which is you know that's grand that's you know i i'd be i'd be okay with that um but they'd be at the end of August, which would mean April, May, June, July, August. It is five months, which is a long time. Like, um, but even if that's your next championship, which is European Championships, like you're right now, if a championship was five months away, right now you'd probably be coming off a bit of a break, right? Five months away, then you'd probably move into some base training for you know, two months, which would bring you to three months before, and then you would move into a very specific hard block of training for probably two months, and then the last month would either be a couple of races to get you ready for the race, or or race-specific training, um, tactical training, etc., etc. Um, so yeah, it's going to be very interesting how that plays out, um, if the European champs do go ahead, if they do become a thing. Um, I, I will be very interested to see how that plays out. So maybe when it comes to, you know, I, I decided that it was very difficult to write out a 16 to 20 week plan 
um, I decided that I, I thought my best strategy was to just work, you know, off like six week blocks. Um, and at the moment, you know, this six week block is just keeping it simple where Tuesday's just a fartlek, Thursday's just a, like a, a threshold run. Um, and there's various, I'll just run to the park and whatever I feel like doing, you know, I do. There's, there's various ways you can go about running a threshold run. Um, I'd imagine today I'll just do similar to last week, which is just five miles, five laps of Victoria Park, um, keeping the heart rate at a at a decent heart rate. Actually, last week I wanted the heart rate to be a bit higher, but that's probably where red wine and crisps will get you. Um, but look, like I say, we're all coping in different ways. Um, I'm I'm not your typical example of Mr. Professional and deal with it right away and you know um no it takes me a while longer which is why my running career has always been you know topsy-turvy but you know I think in the last like it's not like I just hit a bad spell here under normal circumstances you know if like Boston was still in four weeks time or whatever it would be now and my listeners were listening to me talking about struggling for motivation and eating shitty food and not training as much. Like, you know, you, you guys would stop listening. You'd be like, what the fuck? He has Boston Marathon in four weeks and he's getting on like a dick. But, you know, I'm just reacting to what what is a shitty situation. In four months' time, hypothetically, as it's dude, I was to become an Olympian, you know? I was to go to the Olympics wearing, like, the... The Irish singlet and fucking race the Olympic Games. You know, in four weeks' time, I was supposed to be on the start line of my first ever Boston Marathon, and and you know, none of those are going to happen. None of those are going to exist. So, um, yeah, I have my own way of dealing with it. I've seen other guys on social media, and I mean, I don't know how much of it's true, but you know, I've I've seen people cracking on as normal and hammers and tongs and. And I'm sure their coaches are in their ear. This is an opportunity to, you know, catch up on the world. No one else is going to do this. No one else is going to do that. You know, everyone's going to just deal. They're either going to be influenced by a coach. They're going to be influenced by themselves. Everyone will deal with this how they feel um, is the best way for them to deal with it. Or like I said, a coach will tell them what the coach thinks is the best way for them to deal with this. Um, I just don't see it ending anytime soon so my strategy is just a, probably a little bit slower than others and I'm just going to take my time with it I'd rather get the red wine crisps chocolate pizzas you see the way I've added things to that list already chocolate got dropped in there <laughs> um, I'd rather get all that kind of shit out of the way now when we're probably more than likely the furthest away from races existing than like go 110% right now and then in six weeks time get fed up and you know then the European champs will get cancelled then some of the fall marathons that were planned that got postponed will get cancelled and all of a sudden the bottles of red wine will come out in the middle of fucking May June you know so I'd much rather get it out of the way now um, I, I think that you know makes a lot of sense Um other people will have their own way of doing it, and this podcast is, has never been about telling people they're right or wrong or that, that my my methods are better. All I can do is 
tell you where my head's at with it and um, why I think it's a good idea. And um, like I said, I think the biggest challenge is execution, um, executing the plan. Um, and that's going to be a daily fucking grind, you know. That's going to be a – you might wake up to bad news, um, a, a family member, you know, I, I hope this doesn't happen, but a family member might already have coronavirus or gets coronavirus or a neighbor or, yeah, this, this, it has the potential to just, you know, be really tough. Um, and that's where the daily execution of training is going to become, you know, what, what you might find is you're in a really nice rhythm and, you know, you haven't missed a day and, and then all of a sudden out of your control, you have to miss a day. And then it's that next day, you know, how do you, how do you finish the week off? If you miss Friday, it'll be very easy to start thinking you could just miss Saturday and Sunday and start again the next week. And that's where you've got to win the day, you know. Whatever you think you can do that day to make it a pretty solid day, win that day. Um, and that's probably something I would look at doing is myself is, you know, maybe getting like, I always talk about getting a whiteboard, but maybe getting a whiteboard and scoring the day for what it was. Stephen, it was Monday. What could you have done today, um, you know, to get better? And and you score it, and it might be a, a 4 out of 10. It might be a 7 or an 8 out of 10. I'll probably outline what a 10 would be. <coughs> and a 10 is probably going to be um, the pre-run stretching, the pre-run activation stuff, getting the run done at the speed the run was supposed to be, finishing the run, getting good nutrition on board, hydration, and you'll have hydrated that morning. You'll have, for me personally, I'll have checked my hydration with the hydration checker. Um, you know, and if I needed a bit more fluids, I'd have took a bit more fluids on. Probably nap, um, and then probably repeat process. Um, you know, you're waking up, you're getting the evening run done. Um, Again, some stretches, maybe post stretches this time. Maybe there's a few strides need done that day, and and then you're you're relaxing. Um, you're watching a bit of TV. You're cooking a good dinner. And you'll probably be thinking already about what the training is for the next day. If you need to carb up, you'll carb up a bit. If you don't, you won't. Um, and that's it, guys. You know, there's a ten. It's not it's not that difficult. But at the minute, because we're being forced to sit in the sofa. We're going to fucking get good at sitting on the sofa and good at being lazy and good at not bothering with the pre-run stretches because we're all, myself included, feeling sorry for ourselves and like, oh, 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 life's killing me at the minute here. Oh, I can't stretch. I'm just about going to make it out the door today to run. You know, it should be a fucking blessing that we're still allowed to go out the door and run. And, you know, it might not always be the case. So that's another thing to think about. Like, this could go fucking tits up even more. And all of a sudden, you ain't allowed to leave your fucking house. Um, so, yeah, look, I hope today makes a bit of sense to some people. Um, it's, 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 you know, we're changing gears here. We're moving away from um, feeling sorry for ourselves. We're moving away from um, the whole doom and gloom. And we're going to respect the situation for what it is. We're not going to be careless. Um, you know, we're, we're respecting that there, this is a fucking serious pandemic and, you know, we do need to be careful. We do need to keep our space. We do need to wash our hands. Um, the whole social isolation thing is, is a thing, you know, that's real, you know? Um, but yeah, look, we need to be careful. Um, we need to look out for one another. 
Um, but we definitely need to start changing gears, moving away from the negativity and moving away from um, our own internal negativity. Not the news, not social media. Social media, you're not lifting social media and there's no tweets. The whole world isn't tweeting, you know, fuck George, don't you be going out running today. You're, you know, really, we're going through a really tough time here, mate. Don't you be doing your pre-run exercises anymore. Fuck that. That's not what you're reading. You're just reading the news and then you're processing it. And your internal processor is allowing it to turn into negative energy. That's that's it. Um, for, see, for a professional runner, it's pretty much business as usual. Um, I'm I, The reason I'm not business as usual is because I'm allowing my own internal negative energy to dictate my my lifestyle right now. You know, I'm allowing this this idea that I'm mourning the loss of the Olympics, the loss of boss and all this kind of bullshit. And I'm allowing that to then change my daily actions. But I can also flip that. I'm completely in control of flipping that. And see if you were under house arrest and you couldn't leave and you didn't have a treadmill, you could still work on your yoga. You could still make your core the best it's been in your whole career. I could still justify putting a 10 on the whiteboard because of nutrition, because of core, because of yoga, because of nap, you know, because of like, maybe you worked on like your, your you got the headspace app, you started meditating a bit more, maybe you worked on your psychology, um, there's fucking heaps you can do, circuits, yeah, you, you can, you can choose to, you know, my, my Instagram said, choose to fight back, or choose to just let this fuck you, um, and really the choice is completely up to you. Um, and I mean that, you know, you might not think it, but it is, it's, it's all in your own head. It's all in your own psychology and your psychology is either going to beat you up. It might try to beat you up. Just don't fucking let it. Just fight back. Um, but look, that's all for today. I hope there was, like I said, I hope there was some value, um, in there. Um, and hang tough.